Greetings for the day everyone. Myself Abhijita from Any Radio, a lifestyle podcast for like-minded individuals to showcase talents of different sapiens from different parts of the world. Today we are here with yet another episode of Let Your Mind Blossom series with the topic drug abuse amongst teenagers. We are here with Busoswo Bisong from his foundation Busoswo Foundation from Nigeria. He is a lawyer and the founder of the foundation and also the executive director. Welcome sir to our series. Thank you so much. It's a it's a privilege to be on your platform. Thank you for having me. Okay, so we would like to know more about your foundation, the work that your foundation has achieved and like your uh, the beginning how how did uh, the foundation happen? Okay, um Busoso Foundation is 3 years old. We we started on the 7th of February 2018. Um, our reference points or thematic areas are revolved around drug abuse, disability rights advocacy, education, and uh, youth empowerment. We are doing our best to inspire young people all over Africa to identify their potentials, exploit them, and contribute to national development. And because this is our objective, we try to address issues that may want to prevent young people from um, exploring or becoming the best version of themselves. So when we look at a challenge that is prevalent in the society, we begin to um, look and sit down and strategize on how to solve that problem so that young people can become better persons. The issue of drug abuse has been a, a huge challenge um, among young people in my country. And that is why the big business engages in. So uh, campaigns on radio, television, uh, physical gardens, secondary schools, we have gone to religious institutions, um, we have held conferences and seminars just to ensure that we put out the right information because um, our approach with drug abuse is a preventive one. So we are looking at the root causes of drug abuse. Why do young people engage in drug abuse? And when we look at these root causes, we try to prevent them from happening. Because, of course, as you know, prevention, they say, is uh, it both cheaper better and than better cure. than cure. Mm. So, um, while we understand that the problem is a big one, we are working to ensure that it doesn't become bigger. So, instead of having more people, more young people engaging in drug abuse, we are trying to prevent those who have not tested it at all, uh, not to come into it, so that... Uh, the problems we will not concentrate on those who are already in, into it. So that is the, the focus of um, our drug abuse project. So we have different projects that we are running per time. But um, 
fund, uh, fundamentally, the drug abuse project is what we do over and over again. Also, we have um, an online project we call Project Inspire Africa. This is where we are collecting stories of young people across Africa who are responding to issues affecting their communities. And uh, we are creating both a database and trying to give give visibility to the work that they are doing so that people all over the world can know that okay this is what this young person is doing in this country and uh, this is how best we can help the person to to do more so we have been running that for about two years now yes and um, of course on ground here we have another project that we are doing it's called the gift a child a textbook campaign where we are collecting textbooks and educational materials from people all over the country and taking them to rural communities where uh, students cannot access these textbooks and we give them those textbooks for, for free so that they will be able to make the best use of their time in school. That's pretty impressive of your efforts that you are putting to make a huge impact in your country as well as in the whole of the world. Uh, because uh, at this at this age where people are exploited, uh, when uh, they are found vulnerable, uh, at that uh, at that point of time, if someone is there to at least guide them, at least guide them to a better pathway for. Um, for a better understanding of their life, uh, I believe um, you are doing at that sphere a very good job, where they can be independent, rather being codependent or rather being dependent on such uh, like health turning ill effects on their health, as well as at their young minds, the effect they they might have in the later stages where we have to take life decisions uh, accordingly. I believe um, you are doing a tremendous job on your part and we are here to discuss Thank you. Uh, we are here to discuss the same today with few of que- a few of the questions that we believe are very important today to be uh, a part of our conversation. So uh, the first need the very like the very prominent, very simple question is what according to you is the abuse? Well, um, like like I said, the issue of um, drug abuse has formed the basis for um, many of the projects that we carry out in our non-profit organization. And, uh, when we go out to advocate against drug abuse, one of the things that we want people to know is the simplest definition of what drug abuse is. And uh, we usually define drug abuse as the use of drugs for any purpose other than its legitimate purpose. Because um, when for everything that is made, there is a purpose. So when you use that thing for a purpose that is different from why it was made, then you can be said to be abusing that. So drug abuse is actually using drugs for a purpose that um, is not the main or legitimate purpose for which it was made. 
and usually would um, divide or categorize drug abuse into two classes. We have prescription drug abuse and substance drug uh, substance abuse. Prescription drug abuse is a uh, is common, just like substance abuse. But in prescription drug abuse, we are talking about people who use drugs that are they are both legal and they are prescribed uh, by doctors. But those drugs, even though they are legal and are prescribed by doctors, they are also they can also be addictive, just like cocaine and other substances. We have example of uh, in my country there's what we call codeine cough syrup. It's actually a cough syrup that uh, is given to children for cough. But taking mm. it in excess amount uh, produces the same effect as if you are taking either marijuana or tobacco. So and people okay. began to abuse that. So the use of cocaine or the abuse of cocaine, uh, codeine rather, codeine is uh, can be described as prescription of drug abuse when we when people uh abuse tobacco when people abuse cocaine when people abuse um, that's what we call inhalant these are what category uh, will fall into substance abuse substance abuse is uh, the use of either um, illegal drugs or man-made drugs that are that are created just to um give users the sense of being high or to derive pleasure uh, locally there are several concussions that people have come up with just to ensure that they get the same pleasure that they should have gotten if they were using illegal drugs like cocaine and marijuana so drug abuse is either prescription drug abuse or uh, substance abuse and unfortunately uh, both both uh, form of abuse is very common among young people. Hello. Yes. Am I audible? Yes, I we, we lost connection with you. 
Am I audible now? Yes, you are audible. I can hear you. Okay, so we lost the connection for a bit of time. I really thought about your perspective regarding, uh, like your, uh, like how you have dealt with the prevention or and abuse and the prescription drug abuse. Like we we got to know about the different types. Uh, where you have dealt uh, people in real life, right? And uh, so my next question is like, what is the global drug use scenario of young people look like? I I didn't get your last question. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. I'm, I'm again going to repeat the same question. That is, what is the global drug abuse scenario among young people look like? Like, what's the entire scenario in the whole of the youth population that we have as of right now in our globe? Okay. Um. Interestingly, uh, in I think in June, twenty twenty one, the um, United Nations Office on Drug and uh, Crime Prevention, yes, the UNODC, um, released the 2021 World Drug Report. And interestingly, it was uh, stated that currently, or at least between um, 2021, 2020 and 2021, about 275 million people uh, use drugs in the last one year and uh, out of the 275 million people that um, experimented or used drugs and in, in 2021 that among young people, the average age um, of drug use, first time drug experiment among young people is between the ages of 11 and 13. And uh, the World Report, although it didn't uh, stipulate how many of the 275 million people are young people, but when we look at that, globally we see an increase, an increase in the youth population, especially in Africa. Hmm. to see a vast majority um, of young people are also dealing um, with drugs when you consider that in many countries the ages uh, of the youth is between 18 and 40 or 18 and 25 so um, although there's no specific um, statistics to show that this is the number of young people who are currently abusing uh, uh, drugs. But globally, we see that about 275 million people are abusing, are abusing drugs. And young people uh, begin to experiment with drugs from between the ages of 11 and 13. Hmm. Okay. Like, uh, I believe the whole scenario will change with efforts like uh, 
with effort from people like you and your foundation and uh, we can hope a better scenario in the future so my next question is like why is drug use so much prevalent among young people and how do you perceive drug abuse as a family matter well the the period of um transition from childhood to um adolescent then to teenage age before becoming an adult it's a very um, crucial moment in the life of a young person so as young people try to find themselves as they try to understand life as they try to um take a position in life they are confronted with a lot of opinions a lot of issues a lot of uh, options and because of both media influence friends and what the kind of environment that a young person grows up in the issue of of drugs becomes um a a challenge that every young person has to deal with those that um from the basis why uh, the issue of drug abuse is very um, prominent among young people and some of these risk factors that uh, propel young people to engage in drug abuse has to do with the issue of peer pressure media influence um trying to escape from certain problems family issues um as like i said family issues peer pressure the desire to experiment and uh, when when people cannot solve problems uh, they begin to look for alternatives and these are some of the reasons why young people begin to try drugs thinking that they can either find happiness in drugs or just to escape whatever it is that is bugging their minds okay the lord uh like from your experience uh, <clears throat> from your experience uh, like uh have you uh, like have you had experience with people who had been to other issues related to drug abuse or so that might be from different like environments like they might have uh got that exposure from <clears throat> office also right Like office places or any kind of uh, like like different situations also. Have you had any kind of uh, like experience from such people talking about their origination apart from family or like apart from family matters or uh, apart from the general setup or if, uh, apart from the environmental factors? are there any are there any scenario where they might be exposed to drug um, abuse yes there are there are different scenarios that um encourages even though it is a negative encouragement that encourages young people to engage in, in drug abuse in the course of the work that uh, we do i have had um, contacts with uh, people that are abusing drugs 
and in our conversations we, we began to uh, try to understand why they are doing uh, what they, they do and um, mm. in the first instance the first person that actually decided to open up to us because to get a young person to open up it's mm. it's uh is is almost like fight fighting a fortified city so it uh, is one thing to want to help it's another thing to get a young person to agree that he needs help so in the course of our conversation with uh, this uh, particular young person as to um, why abuse drugs even though uh, he is aware of the dangers of abusing drugs it was then that um, he opened up to us and told us the numerous challenges that were going home going on at home so the environment at home the crisis that um, his parent marriage was suffering uh, he being in that situation could could not help the problem and as a response to the trouble the discomfort the emotional pain that he is experiencing he decided to find comfort in drug abuse because anytime he uh what you will usually call in my locality anytime he gets high he forgets about those problems and for the number of hours that he's able to, to get high or for the number of hours that the drugs that he's abusing is able to keep him high he forgets about those challenges but the sad thing is that drug abuse does not solve any problem it may promise uh, momentary relief but at the end of imagine that 24 hours in a day and you you take a, a substance that makes you sleep or makes you forget about your environment for four hours or eight hours what is going to happen to the remaining um, uh, um, about 15 16 hours what is going to happen to them so drug abuse uh, promise a solution that it cannot deliver and the family the things that goes on in a person's family has a lot to do because if you look at the mix factors that we mentioned earlier it uh, for media influence to peer pressure to uh, the, uh, the desire to want to belong to fit in to experiment when you look at all of these issues you see that there are issues that if the family performs its uh, function accurately these issues will be dealt with so that when the child goes out he is able to withstand whatever pressure that he has and <clears> even <throat> the reason why he may want to experiment with drugs he has all of the attention and love that he needs at home but when the family feels in this obligation then we begin to see uh, young people engaging all manner of activities not just drug abuse alone mm. excellent point marriage can also lead to drug abuse as uh, as another scenario that might add to the crisis right okay then uh, as you mentioned about children mm, drug abuse or like drug use during development can have a profound effect on child's social and emotional development as well right so how can we prevent individual suffering as well as the family as a whole if a child is suffering or using drugs then his emotional and uh, social development is also stagnant right then how can we yes. prevent such such a scenario where the individual is the child is also suffering 
and as well as the family as a whole interestingly um science has told us that a person's brain um is not fully developed until the person turns 20. so between the first day that a child is born or from the time he spends in the womb till he gets to the age of 20 his his or her brain is in a constant state of development mm. when a person begins to a young person a teenager or a child begins to experiment with drugs from an early age what that does is that it begins to disrupt the developmental process of the child's brain because when you begin to take drugs remember that not only does drug abuse have um emotional uh, negative emotional effect it also has a medical and mental effect so the drug abuse begins to disrupt the normal process of brain development of a child so it will drug abuse really affects a child both social and emotional development now to prevent this from happening is what we stated earlier that even though in our organization our our goal is to prevent so we are we have taken a preventive approach to the issue of drug abuse to prevent children or young people from engaging in drug abuse we need to go back to the risk factors until we begin to address the risk factors then we may just be left with the option of rehabilitation so for instance the issue of peer pressure what can parents do to ensure that their children do not become victims of negative peer pressure we now begin to ask yourself why does a person giving to peer pressure mm. it is essentially because of the desire to fit in and the desire to want to belong and also the inability to say no and stand by it mm. for this to be addressed it has to return back to the family because it is from the family that a child is expected to form his basic view of the world if that is not given to the child at home whatever else is gotten outside or whatever and of course in this age that um you 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 find literally when i mean literally i mean literally anything you want to know about on online you can go to youtube and you know how to make a bomb <laughs> from your house you know how to make a gun from your house you literally find any information that you want online when parents do not take the time that they should take to be involved in the lives of their children they leave their children to be trained by others mm. so how do we solve the issue of um, peer pressure is to begin to help a child build a positive self esteem and how does a child build positive self esteem it is dependent on the way that he saw a parent treat and talk to that child when you treat a child in a way that the child mm. understands that he is accepted he is loved it will be difficult for that child to any action or make a decision that may negatively affect his family 
So sometimes people engage in drugs just to rebel. They feel that um, their parents are not doing enough or their parents don't love them as much as they do. And in an attempt to pay back their parents, they go and engage in drug abuse because they know that that will affect their parents negatively. So to solve to solve the issue of drug abuse, to prevent the numbers that we have, like I said in the beginning, from increasing, we need to begin to focus on how to address the risk factors. It is when we begin to work on addressing the risk factors that we can now begin to make progress in our fight against drug abuse. And I, I tell you this sincerely. I tell you this sincerely. If if parents wake up to their responsibility of providing adequate parental guide for their children, the issue of drug abuse is more than 70% solved. So it goes back, it boils down to the kind of training that is made available for children while they are growing up. Because nobody begins to abuse drugs uh, just as, as a toddler. You have to become one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven years. So what happens between the day that from the moment a child begins to comprehend from the age of three or four or five years, what happens between that period to 11 where the issue of drug abuse becomes uh, uh, visible or the child begins to understand that this is a thing that he or she may or may not want to engage in. So what happens between that time? Of course, even when we, we, we know that there are outside influences, but a child spends more time at home than he spends outside. In many uh, countries, it, it takes uh, um, six to eight hours. That's all that school takes, six to eight hours. So what happens, the remaining 16 hours is spent at home. So and if it's spent at home, it means that it gives parents hmm. more opportunities to influence their children in a positive way. That means the root cause of all drug abuse thing that happens to children at a young age is uh, lack of uh, adequate attention to children by the parents and uh, love and care and support that might that might have turned the course of their life in due point of time, right? Because grow up to an age to have that kind of experience or exposure to drug abuse. The parents had had time uh, to bring their children back. But, you know, that's an important aspect as well. It's really just really out there for children to be to help them back to uh, get out of that loop of drug abuse, right? After they have been exposed. Okay, that is how uh, I've been like, I thought I will be just uh, asking you some It's like a lot of experience you have that you are sharing is quite commendable that we're gaining a lot of insight from you as well as their comments from audiences like uh, so Kelly Chukwo Okembo is saying that sir because he can relate and I might see he can relate to what you I hope I'm uh, I hope I'm clear with my words 
you you said i hope i'm was uh, words that i am speaking because uh, today my like voice is a bit of cracking due to a bit of cough um <laughs> not uh, like not just any regular day i would have continued the session but as you were talking about an issue i i thought like i should just neglect whatever is happening with my voice and just continue the session so please excuse me if my voice is interrupting you no problem no problem a voice my voice if if my voice is acting as a distraction <laughs> no problem okay okay you think the punishment of according to you what are the preventable strategies Uh, well, the the reason why we make laws is to ensure that the society is is in peace and in order, and that people take responsibility for the actions that they do. The issue of drug abuse, because it uh, it has to do with young people, punishment may not do us good. However, I firmly believe mm-hmm. that. policies and laws across nations should first of all and fundamentally be geared towards preventing the availability of uh, drugs that can be abused mm. by young people one thing that mm. we fail to understand most times is that drug abuse is actually a business for many people and that is why drug dealers and drug marketers they usually target young people because it is something that is addictive science and even medical research has shown that people who begin to abuse drugs at an early age find it twice harder to break free from it than people who begin to experiment drug with drugs from let's say middle age so drug dealers they are aware of of this so they do all that they can to ensure that their target market is young people for as long as you have young people who begin to abuse drugs as at an early age it means that you can sustain the market for a long time i believe that policies and laws should be geared towards preventing the availability of drugs than trying to punish offenders for instance if a young person who is addicted to the use of cocaine or marijuana and he's uh, uh, sentenced to to a, a, a term in prison how does that provide the opportunity for him or her to be uh, to be free from the issue of drug abuse so our laws the major law that regulates uh, the issue of drug abuse in my country has a beautiful exception it uh, it goes further to to advise and suggest that if the drug offender is a young person that instead of uh, a prison term what should be contemplated should be rehabilitation so the drug agency in my nation has uh, a rehabilitation center uh, in its premises so that instead of 
arresting and detaining drug offenders that are young people. They just rehabilitate. And if they confirm that the person has mm. been rehabilitated, he's not released back into the society. But if it is someone who sells and peddles drugs, and even though he is a young person, if he sells and peddles drugs, then of course uh, the law will catch up with the person. To prevent um, the issue of drug abuse, both government, parents, uh, um, the community, everyone must become aware of its role in the issue of drug abuse. There are certain societies that uh, drug abuse is uh, is almost an accepted norm. It is something that you should do if you are grown up. So, young people watch the society and have seen that. Let's take, for instance, the issue of alcohol. It is surprising and interesting also that. When we talk about drug abuse, people don't actually agree that uh, alcohol is <laughs> a form of drug abuse. People don't want to agree because alcohol is something that is very common. It's, it's sold. Exactly, they take the lifestyle, right? Again, we lost connection. Uh, sorry about sorry about that. Yes, uh, network is like uh, playing a bit of <laughs> yes. net, net challenging, and we can, we can always continue with your like uh, perspective. Next question, that is uh, yes. uh, preventable strategy about. Yeah, so I, I I was saying that for the issue of drug abuse to be minimized, everyone has to be has to be involved in the process. The community, the environment that each child grows up in, has a lot to do with uh, whether the child on, uh, considers drug abuse something that he or she should uh, should engage in. 
So when the community does not frown at drug abuse, it becomes an acceptable behavior. It can even become a cultural, uh, a cultural uh, action. There are, there are streets, there are communities, there are states, the environment that because the issue of drug abuse has uh, matured from being a problem to a lifestyle because that community nearly everybody nearly every family has someone who is abusing drugs now if it goes up in that community it has to take extra care or extra intentionality by the parents or by the school or whoever has any form of influence um, over that child to provide another narrative for that child to follow so the community has to take a stand against drug abuse. The same thing has to be done by families. The same thing has to be done by schools so that it does not become an accepted behavior. If it becomes an accepted behavior, then it is twice hard to get young people to stay away from something that they know that is culturally acceptable. So everyone has to be on uh, has to be on alert in order for us to be able to solve the issue of, of drug abuse. And I will always say that if we get it right from the family, then we we are more than twenty percent uh, victorious in our in our battle against drug abuse. On the side of of government, we the government has to begin to think about policies that and provide new solutions. Recently, um uh, in one of the states, the government in my nation uh, began to suggest testing, school school testing. So, for you to gain admission into the university, you have to go and do drug testing. The challenge about this kind of process or this kind of method is that prescription drug abuse is uh, rampant in my nation. So, and this prescription that uh, that people will not abuse also have legal use. So, let's take for instance tramadol. Tramadol is a painkiller in my nation, and it is something that you can actually buy from a pharmacy. So, if uh, a child takes uh, a young person takes tramadol for to help a relief pain, and drug testing is done. Tramadol will be found inside of him and that becomes a reason why he or she will not be admitted. So the challenge is enormous and for us to begin to make any form of progress, we need to begin to focus more on prevention than uh, trying to cure the problem. So policies should be geared towards helping young people uh, develop the positive self-esteem helping uh, young people to begin to have a clear view of what life should look like. There are nations that do not have core values, there are nations that do not have any form of orientation. And so anything is acceptable. We need to begin to change that. Schools should not just be concerned about impacting knowledge because in some schools, all that matters that you come to class, whatever happens uh, while you're in school does not concern anybody. So we have situations where people, children go to school, do not stay in class and nobody is, is concerned. 
the danger is that for every child that abuses drugs, for every child that becomes drugs uh, drug dependent, that child becomes a problem to the society. And once it's a problem to, in the society, everyone is affected directly or indirectly. So it is not something that we fold our hands and say, okay, because my child uh, does not abuse drugs, or because my brother or sister does not abuse drugs. So it is none of my business. The unfortunate thing is that if you take that position, the person who is the young child who is abusing drugs may likely influence your own brother or sister or your own child to abuse drugs. It is shocking to note that 50% of the number of young people that are either experimenting with drugs or have become drugs dependent will into drug abuse by their friends. So if you sit down and say that because it does not come to your home, then it does not concern you. Your own child, your own brother, your own sister will definitely go outside there to, to relate, to communicate, to associate with other young people and influence. Negative influence can be impacted on that on that child. So it is an issue that everyone must say something and do something. Hmm. Rather than keeping quiet about the issue, we about the issue, right? Yes, it doesn't help. Keeping quiet does not help anybody, and it it it, it would not help. <laughs> exactly. At least when we exchange our ideas, we at least have uh, some opinions that might help and some opinions that might be of no be discarded if there is no greatest good in all terms, right? Then, uh, like, uh, since you are an experienced personnel in the field, signs that indicates a person may be experimenting with drugs. And how do you perceive drugs? or drug dependency as a family matter okay let me begin from the last dependency in the form yes yes let me let me begin from just like you said uh... yeah (laughs) yeah sure so um among the risk factors that encourage young people to engage in drug abuse, there is a small amount of evidence that shows that the issue of drug abuse can actually be passed down from generation to generation. As a matter of fact, there are people that, um, because their parents abuse drugs, they grow up and they also abuse drugs. Parents should not just be concerned about um, preventing their children from engaging in drug abuse. If they themselves engage in drug abuse, they become the biggest influence on their children. So a child who, who sees a, a, mm. his father or mother uh, drunk um, under the influence of cocaine or tobacco, because he trusts his father or mother, he grows up to understand that there's nothing wrong mm. with this. Unless that child has has gained certain a uh, level of understanding to see that the the drug abuse that his parents are engaging are really causing them troubles. So, but as a family, 
grows up in a family that abuses, tendency that that child will uh, will also want to try uh, drugs is is there because the family provides or the family is the first and the biggest and strongest source of inspiration, motivation, and uh, and the character development for each child. So it is one child sees in his family that he is more likely to implement in his life as an individual. Exactly, family. Uh, the family. Uh, yes. Members are the role for child growing up. The the second arm of the question is what are the signs? If a child that is normally um, has not yet experimented with drugs and begins to experiment with drugs, it takes an observant parent to be to be able to detect that something has changed about uh, this child. And one of the first um, signs that um, shows that a child is experimenting with drugs you will notice a change in attitude is it that the child becomes mm. more aggressive or more withdrawn and any um, attempt to mm. investigate any attempt to interrupt to find out what is actually wrong will be met it will be will be met with strong resistance so when you see a child that or a teenager that usually does not uh, stay out late and all of a sudden begins to stay out late it calls for investigation it it, it should tell the parent the father or the mother that something is not right somewhere apart from change uh, in attitude another sign that a child may be involved in drug abuse is a change in the friends that that child keeps if a child usually walks around with children who are considered to be serious and well behaved and all of a sudden he begins to uh, associate with people who uh, are either known to be rough or what we would look uh, normally call bad guys if a child begins to work with this kind of people that that has not been his friends before then you should uh, suspect that something is wrong and this 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 is why this is very important like we stated before that 55% of the young people who engage in drug abuse were introduced into the issue of drug abuse by their friends. So a change in, in friends will also uh, can be seen as a pointer to the fact that a child is experimenting with drug abuse. Another sign that um, parents may want to look out for is the issue of poor performance at school. Remember that we have stated that until the age of 20, it, a person's brain is still developing. If a child who has not engaged in drug abuse before begins to engage in drug abuse, because there is a change in attitude, there is a change in friends, that would definitely spill over to uh, a child's academic performance. Now, the 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 the, the one of the effects of drug abuse is the fact that it it blows the brain it affects your memory it affects your uh, ability to think properly it affects your ability to make effective better decisions so 
when you when you look at all of these effects that drug abuse um, will have on your brain, you will notice that it will normally will spill over to uh, a child's academics. So when a child all of a sudden begins to perform poorly in in school, then it calls for uh, uh, investigation. Mm. It calls for suspicion, and parents should take that seriously. Another sign is uh, uh, unnecessary demand for money. Drug abuse is expensive, depending on where, whether it is prescription drug abuse or substance abuse. All of it takes money. So when, mm. when a child begins to ask for money mm. over and over again and cannot account for the money, then it is, uh, it is a sign that he or she may be engaged in drug abuse. And parents should not give in to the fact that he's asking for money, so you want to give him want to give him money if you give a child money he should be able to account for it if he cannot account for it then you, you stop giving uh, uh, him or her money and the last sign that I, I will mention is the issue of mood swing and loss of appetite when when a child begins to abuse drugs mm. and eventually gets uh, becomes dependent on on drugs drugs becomes that person's food because once he he or she takes takes drugs, it he derives pleasure and food eating normal food will not any longer become a delight. Also, drug abuse may tend to affect a person's appetite, especially synthetic drugs. Let me also state that right now, as as the drug uh, market expands, innovation is also going through. Uh, through in that in that sector so the drug marketers and drug manufacturers are finding better and less and less suspicious ways of getting drugs available to anyone who wants it so we have drugs like ecstasy ecstasy is a synthetic manufactured uh, drugs and it has so the effect the highness or the level of uh, pleasure it gives to its uh, users it can bring together energy that you are supposed to mm. use for eight hours. Ecstasy can make that same amount of energy available for you in two, in two, in two hours. And you can imagine um, there are like, where rare stories where people dance to death. They laugh to, to death, not because of anything, but because they were under the influence of ecstasy. Because of the amount of ener- energy it releases. When, when a child begins to experiment with, with drugs like this, uh, having time for food will, will, not, will not be part of what uh, will be necessary for that. The child will not begin to consider necessary because already he is finding satisfaction in the drugs that he or she is, is taking. So when parents see these this, this signs, they should not overlook it because the mistake sometimes is that parents take tends to attribute the signs that are intended to show that a child is engaging in drug abuse to the signs that come come up with growing up. They, they, they see a child change attitude, they see a child change friends, they see a child begins to perform poorly uh, academically and they just think that, okay, maybe this child is having a tough time. It is not in every, uh, in every circumstance or in every situation that that is the case. Now to, hmm. to find out what what is the case when a child begins to 
uh, uh, when the child begins to show these signs, is to actually inquire what is wrong in the life of that child. No parent should sit down and assume that this is this is it. Uh, this is the reason why the child is doing this. You have to take extra steps to find out what exactly is wrong with the child. Because these signs also can be signs that a child is bullied. Can be signs that a child is threatened. It, it can be signs that a child is being abused or molested. So it is not it will not be it will not be right for parents to just sit down and assume that these are signs that comes up with, with growing up, these are signs that teenagers show, or these are signs that are part of puberty or adolescence. No, it calls for investigation. Mm-hmm. It is by investigating that you will know. And also, let me point out that if a parent or if parents, sorry that my earpiece is falling off, if, okay. if parents okay. are not involved in the life in the lives of their children, if they do not get to know their children, if they do not get to communicate with their children, even when these signs are being demonstrated, they cannot see it because they don't know when the child is happy. They don't even know the child's friends. So even when he changes friends, they still do not know. So parents have to have to become more involved in the lives of their children so that when these signs begin to pop up, they will be able to identify it and say, okay, there is a problem here and we need to take this action. Mm, and what if the child tells that uh, uh, even, even if I don't introduce you to my peers or my, or my uh, like friends, uh, like uh, what will you do if they revolt back or if they are rebellious? And what will the parents do? Even if they are keen to be interested to be involved in their life so that they don't take any bad decisions that might help that might uh, affect their health or uh, like mind through drug abuse. What uh, what will the parents uh, like? Uh, how will the parent parents take decisions? Is that will be Please the thing? T- take that again. Take that again. I didn't get the question clearly. <laughs> okay, I I might be speaking a, a bit uh, like faster. I'll simple than the words so like as you mentioned parents should be more involved in their child's life because if they are uh, in influence of people who are themselves uh, drug abusive or alcohol abusive or since you mentioned like alcoholism alcohol is just uh, uh, like people uh, refer alcoholism to be a kind of lifestyle right like it's a it's a trend hence you should be enjoying uh, but if the child turns in the later stages of stages of life to be abused by alcohol or abused by drug then the, what should the parents do in that stage because those friends will disappear when uh, such and such issue will happen but the parents will, will be with their children and how should parents tackle such an issue? Okay, let, let me state that um, when we talk about drug abuse, there are people who experiment with drugs and mm. there are people who have become addicted. Mm. In these two cases, uh, it is easier to break free when you are just experimenting. For instance, a child who who um, is given a stick of cigarette and he mm. comes home and tells the, the father or mother that 
today he tested uh, a stick of cigarette at that level um, just sitting the child and explaining to the child the dangers of drug abuse and its impact on his or her future may be sufficient to um, bring the child out of that way but when a child has become uh, addicted or has become dependent on drugs then the options that parents have is to um, seek rehabilitation across the world there are uh, different programs we have uh, um, celebrate recovery there are different programs that both non-profit organizations and government have made available so parents should you uh, utilize the option of rehabilitation if a child has become dependent if a child has become addicted to drug abuse uh, beating the child shouting or feeling disappointed or sending the child away from home will not solve the problem rehabilitation should be the option that uh, a parent should take and if if the, the parent of such a child believe in god then it is part of the things that that should be done that child should be introduced to god or that child should be prayed for but while all of this is happening rehabilitation and medical advice should be sought okay okay uh, okay then uh, like uh, my, my next question would be in general inheritability for drug abuse ranges from like according to statistics it is 40 to 60 percent like drugs are drug abuse is inherited from the generations and uh, like according to you uh does the inheritance part of drug abuse is inevitable or is it just a factor of vulnerability like if it runs in the family it is uh, it must happen with you or uh, if it runs in the family you might become vulnerable and choose the option right so what uh, what is your take upon that it's a choice right to be abused is, is also a choice as you said you can break free from the habits as and when you want right well um drug abuse is not a disease <laughs> let, let us get that clear someone is not a disease that runs in is in the family line no it is somebody who takes a decision to be involved in drug abuse then from that point that the person takes a decisions it begins to run in the bloodline if a father does not abuse drugs a mother does not abuse drugs then how will it pass down to the next generation so someone has to introduce it into the family line before it becomes um, um, a hereditary or um, it, it becomes transferred no one is born with the traits of drug abuse no one is born and they look at the person and say okay this one the disease that you are suffering from is called a drug abuse disorder no it, it is a choice that someone takes and it becomes part of the family so what i will say in this regard is for parents because now see the beautiful thing about life a young person today a young man today a young boy today a young girl today is a mother tomorrow is a father mm. tomorrow so mm. the decisions that we make today will affect uh, us tomorrow and not just us but will also affect the generation that will come after us 
So what will I do as a young person if I do not want a situation that in the future my grandchildren will become will begin to abuse drugs? It's for me to stay away from a drug abuse. As I stay away, I pass that same understanding to the next generation, and it goes on that that way. So drug abuse is not a disease. It is something that people mm. do by choice, and if you mm. make that choice, it is from it is the result of that choice that uh, passes down to the next generation. If a child sees a father abusing drugs, he will most likely will abuse drugs, and because he will most likely abuse drugs, when his own child sees him abusing drugs, that his own child will most likely abuse drugs. So the trend continues, and it, it, it now begins to look like it is when in, it in its fact. It's just a uh, uh, repeated wrong decisions made from one person to another. Mm, exactly, repeated wrong decision passed on from one another to another, the other person, right? Okay, yeah. I like. Uh, I in in uh, I asked you this particular question because I went through an like a lecture series of a professor where he was describing the gene structure of a person. uh which indicates polymorphism uh that changes cognitive function and which can make people vulnerable to drug abuse or addiction like if the gene structure is different uh of the person uh, it might affect the cognitive function of the brain also because drugs are uh, you you never know how it can affect right the whole of the body and the mind and hence uh, whatever runs in a family is a choice is just not inherited or is just not a thing to be passed off if if, if it is affecting the future generations right so like how all these areas or all these issues uh, like tackled by how all these issues are tackled by your foundation that is the bustos foundation and uh, what's the way forward and uh, how uh, they are tackling the issue better in nigeria and africa as a whole all right um i stated before that my non-profit organization um busoso foundation has adopted a preventive approach to the issue of drug abuse So in our campaigns in our programs in the event that we go we intentionally work towards addressing these risk factors so what do we do we draft our programs and events that bring together parents and teachers which we believe are the basic influencers of children if a child is not at home he will probably be in in school and if he's not in school um, in my nation he will probably be in church or in the mocks so in our campaigns and advocacy programs we bring together parents teachers and religious leaders and we begin to explain and teach them how to work to address the root uh, causes of drug abuse and the risk factors if they are properly equipped with the adequate knowledge to know that this is the reason why young people will likely abuse drugs and they begin to work on it to ensure that that does not become the reality in their homes and in schools or in their religious organizations then we are making progress mm. as we go about with our campaigns we begin to also see that many both parents and teachers do not even know the dimensions um, on which in which the issue of drug abuse has gotten to in our nation 
um i don't know if in your country you know this uh, soft drink that is called of course coke you know coke in india there is coke right good and uh, uh, this is other c o k e c o k e c o c o k yes yes there, from the coca cola company been, there has yes. been a recent okay okay coca cola okay okay <laughs> yes yes so um and there's another one that is called la casera i don't know if uh, you, you you know that one too so young people mix uh coke and there's a sweet that is called tom tom it's a uh, it's meant to clear your truth so but they mix such substances together and it produces the same effect that uh tobacco should have done so but because we are in the field we we are aware of this uh of these innovations even though they are negative innovations and we take this information mm-hmm. and make it available to parents and teachers and religious organization and they, they become aware of 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 these innovations and in one of the schools that we went to it was when we now saw that what we were doing was actually is actually having effect where a teacher saw um a, a, a student with uh, a content that looked like a soft drink and caught the child's attention because of what we have explained to them in our campaigns and upon opening the content they discovered that it wasn't actually the original content of coca-cola that was in the bottle it was a concoction that was prepared by mixing codeine and coke and lacassara together to to form uh, that drug abuse substance so this is what we are doing we are taking the message of prevention is better than cure hmm. to parents to teachers okay. to at least minimize so um we make use of video programs we make use of social media campaigns use of television to achieve our goals and even events like yeah we see nicely nicely explain each and every queries and each and every question i hope our audiences uh like like the whole of the conversation that we had today we'll definitely look forward for more such conversation with you on different topics as you are an experienced person on the field uh with this we are coming to an end of this session and uh, please uh, uh it's an humble requ- request from uh, our side if uh, there is anyone who need help in the areas that we just discussed uh please uh, reach out to busoso bisong and uh, let him know if in any case you need help even if you are from india or even if you are from any country around the globe uh, he's always there to help you or guide you uh with experienced person and uh, obviously they are, they are trying their best to take people in the right path uh hence you will always be benefited if if you are vocal about your issues and solve the matters rather than just displacing and uh, uh just uh, just displacing the issues won't really help 
you must always address your issues and uh, take necessary actions and uh, help people move forward in their lives so thank you sir for such a wonderful conversation we had we will we thank will you. always be we'll always be happy to talk with you again on another interesting topic and uh, thank you for your time and the audience thank you for being such a lovely audience uh, because they were asking in the middle of the session when the connection was over that like is the session over or <laughs> they were very curious and like they were relating to the talk we had and uh, i have to specially mention somkeli chuku okembu Uh, because he has been active towards the end and uh, appreciate your appreciate your presence in our conversation today thank you and god bless us all thank you thank you